Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Palpatine loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, well he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, is Master Blywalker, Luke Bly. How are you, friend? Oi, oi, you're right, Matty boy. Yeah. How? Uh, yeah, listen, I'm good. I always, I always respond to that like with an oi, oi. Then how are you? But no, I am well. I am well. Weather has been mental, right? Because we we're in the UK and we're British. We love talking about the weather. To put it into perspective, last week was mental hot, yeah. right? And then it was hot yesterday, and then it was snowing <laughs> for. For like a few seconds, it didn't settle or anything like that. But there were snowflakes in the air today. That gives you a little idea of uh, good old uh, England and its magical weather. Um, but other than that, Matty boy, listen to this. Listen to this. That's no, oh, that was really that was really <laughs> unsatisfying. But all right, here you go. Yeah. There's a beer. There's a beer. But a beer. But all in there. Mm. Mm. What have you got? I've got a 1079 Project Pilsner. I'm oh. pretty sure this is an old, this is an own brand jobby from Lidl, but I could be wrong. Some of those are, aren't bad, mate. I've got a, I've got a Budweiser because I've got a pack of six for six pounds, so I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad boy, yep. bad boy remix. Lovely. Yep, happy with mm. that. But no, I'm, uh, I'm recording in a slightly different location with different tech tonight. So if any of our regular listeners are thinking, well, he sounds a little bit different. That'll be why, but by by no means will this be the norm. Next week I'll be back to my normal setup, but um, back to the usual yeah. Hudson tone. Yeah, we thought we'd so just get it in off the mark in case everyone thought I was really ill, or if they believed I'm in Gibraltar, as per our SWS extra last week, mate. Well, that's it. You are recording from a new location, On the Gibraltar mate. Rock. Yeah, so... it's pretty cold up here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, how's the old underground drive it? Dude, it's you... going so. It's, it, honestly, I never thought it could be so good, oh. but it really is. And yeah, shout out to everyone who got fooled by Luke Blywalker, the master of lies and deception. Lies, deception. Luke Blywalker. <laughs> there was. Do you know what? There was quite a few, and I think a lot of them were messaging us, or you, or myself, like like during the listening you know during that episode that little extra Before episode they got to the so end. they were like whoa whoa what but i i went for things i was like well he's moving to gibraltar to do some like journalism but he's also going to be a london underground train driver so <laughs> but but to, to everyone who fell for that shout out my own brother sean fell for that he sent me a message saying what's happened in the sessions what's happened what's gone on I said, did you, did you listen to the whole thing? No? Well, just keep listening and, and all the all the reasons are explained there. Yeah, all will be revealed. And he wasn't very... I got about... Uh, I think I said I think I said all in about 13 messages to my uh, one of my personal accounts, you know, wishing me good luck or just asking what had happened. So it's nice to be loved, I suppose, but um, it's more down to Luke's deceptive skills. There we go, mate. There we go. And my bars. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> is that's it that's what sold it inspired by corrupt fm <laughs> yeah. um people just do nothing it's a tv show bbc tv show if you've not seen it watch it but what else have we been up to in the galaxy mate boy? well that was an april fool's joke but on april fools we uh well we, we went and joined our boy Jamie Stangroom over at the Geek End. We went and joined. We went and joined our fool. Nearly said that. I thought I, almost, I was going to say we weren't a couple of fools, but I was like, that's going to come out like I've just called our boy Stangroom a fool. We went on the Geek yeah. End over on uh, YouTube, Geek ND, Geek End, uh, to speak about the Obi Wan Kenobi series casting. We spent about forty-five minutes with our our buddy and pal Jamie over there. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. But um that was a good laugh wasn't it mate always is uh it's always a good it's always a good time with jamie stangroom mm. just chatting star wars we chatted a bit of kenobi no it was mostly kenobi in the Pretty staff much, yeah. like for in the cast uh for when we were there and man it was just fun it was nice virtually seeing jamie again yeah. and yourself Thank you, mate. and being on the youtubes yeah. you know it was, it was gangster it was gangster. We're getting into that whole video lark, showing our faces a bit more. So go, um, we did share it on our socials, but go and support Jamie Stangram at the Geek End, G-E-E-K-N-D. Uh, give him a follow and a subscribe on YouTube and check out the awesome work. He gets a load of Star Wars creators on there, so check that out. But um, that's that's something to celebrate. But also, in the background, I can hear those hallowed tones of Big Ben Kenobi, which we all know what that means, mate. It means, I think, I think it's a galactic news round. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has been delayed once again, this time indefinitely, according to its developer, TT Games. To celebrate Lucasfilm's 50th anniversary, Classic Legends titles are to be re-released with brand new cover art. Leaked set footage of the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus show has surfaced online. Hi, I'm Ken Absock, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We mentioned we spoke to our boy Jamie about the Obi-Wan Kenobi casting series, but we also, at the end, had a very quick chat and gave our very quick thoughts on the Bad Batch trailer that dropped last week. We know the Bad Batch is debuting on Disney Plus on May the 4th. Mm -hmm. And we gave our very quick thoughts about it, but we wanted to save our main thoughts for this main episode. So for E109, we're going to be a couple of bad boys talking about the bad batch, aren't we, mate? Well, for episode 109, we're talking about Clone Force 99. (laughs) So we're 10 out. We're 10 out. Um, But Matty Boy, no, bad batch. Uh, When that was announced, I'm pretty sure uh, I was like... A little lukewarm about it if yeah pardon the pun um and yeah i was a bit like yeah okay cool um but it was kind of in the shadow of so many other announcements and cool projects you know so i suppose it's it's just one of those things where yes i'm excited for bad batch 
Um, but now we're getting closer to it, mate, boy. Now that we know we're only a few weeks away, and this latest trailer, which came out last week, it's really got me excited, mate. <laughs> it's really got me excited. And I tell you what, mate, I'll tell you what, it's the time period, the mm-hmm. politics. And I think the trailer goes into that, mate, boy, and I'll get to that. But, man, we're looking at clone troopers in a post-Clone Wars world. We're looking at Clone Wars stuff, Clone Wars characters, the aesthetic, everything in a post-Revenge of the Mm -hmm. Sith world. What does that look like? We've always had a jump. And to see it in animation, see it in something that I can sit down and watch, that's mad. Because the thing after Revenge of the Sith slash that Clone Wars Season 7 finale would then be uh, solo. Yeah. You know, so, man, I am so excited. And I think this this trailer really, I don't know, it got me intrigued, mate. It got me intrigued. What about you, man? Yeah, man, I, I was like, when this was announced, as I mentioned on the Geek End uh, stream, I was like, oh, great, the Bad Batch. This is going to be exciting. Just because I liked the arc in Clone Wars Season 7. I thought it was good fun. But, you know, it worked as a... Uh, uh, four season, a uh, four episode arc, or whatever it was, three episode. It was four, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I four, think it uh, yeah, might have been twelve seasons. Four, wasn't it? yeah, yeah. It's a four, twelve uh, episode. Sorry. So it, I thought it worked well as a four yeah. episode arc, and I thought, well, are they going to really stretch this out? Because we love a bit of Star Wars, but I'm also, you know, going to be honest and think, is that going to work? So I was a bit skeptical about what it was going to be about and then the first news that came out was this is going to be set post order 66 post revenge of the sith now canonically we haven't really had anything based on the clones post order 66 revenge of the sith so that obviously in legends there's there's plenty but in canon we haven't really got anything so we were just like right after order 66 the clones shot the jedi and then what happened they just were phased out for the stormtroopers was all that was said now we might find out a little bit more based on the Bad Batch. So that's interesting. The time period, like you mentioned, is very intriguing. Are we going to start to see some more of those really interesting prequel slash OT uh, crossovers? I know it's very far out. It's like eight, 18 years or whatever from A New Hope yep. when it starts. But yep. are we going to start seeing... We were all Tarkin's there, for one. Yes, he was in at the end of Re- Revenge of the Sith and he was in The Clone Wars. But at this time, he's now part of the Empire, which is now a new hope talking. He's going to be eventually becoming. So I love to I love to see those kind of mashups, and I want to see if we see some more of those. But the trailer worked for me. I was really excited. And I don't know if it's because we're only a month away from getting new content, but I was like, mm. man, I'm really mm. excited for this. And um, the news that's dropping about it, like the episodes and things like that, that how many we're going to get up front. That's exciting as well, but it's done what a trader has done, my friend, needs to do, my friend. It's got me excited. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree, man. Totally agree. I'm excited for this. And listen, I'm, I am I wasn't the biggest Clone Wars fan. I didn't grow up with Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was a complete wrong age for it. Uh, and I, I've really come to appreciate it later on in life. I've done a whole Patreon show about that yep. you know, with my boy, Levi Cossing. Levi. Uh, that was on Journal of Loop Blah Walker a month or two ago. And we had a great Patreon.com forward slash Yeah, Patreon.com forward I love talking about that, mate. But I tell you what, that Clone Wars Season 7 last year really, really smashed out of the park, man. Yep. 
it really, really was a good season and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Bar the middle arc, that was okay. It was I, think, right. I think a lot of people say that, yeah. It was okay. It could have done without it, it to be honest. It was, it was, as Matty Boy always says, it was what, mate? It's fine. It was okay. It was fine. Right. It was fine. It's just, it was fine. It, it existed fine. to have Ahsoka it, and uh, Bogotan meet. That's seemingly what it was. Right. Right. So it was, it was okay. It was okay. And anyway, um, for some reason, I'm looking at Bad Batch and I'm thinking, you know, this has really, really sparked my interest mm-hmm. because there's so much of this unknown stuff. And listen, there's a lot of people who are Star Wars fans, casual Star Wars fans, who don't understand that the Stormtroopers aren't the clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, man, like there are so, so many people. And even as a kid, that confused me, that yeah. storyline, you know, because the armor is kind of similar-ish mm-hmm. i remember when the phase one clone armor turned into the phase two clone yeah. armor i remember first seeing the phase two clone armor through the clone wars 2d animation shout out to the vintage collection that came out last week ah, yes. by the way caravan of courage disney plus Car- caravan of courage i just think of matt pavely when we say oh, that no. yeah well lad oh, I want to go back to Matt's place, his caravan go at the end of his garden. Yep, drink a few beers, so watch good. some more Star Wars. Lovely. Uh, sorry, I did just say, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, the caravan, it is just so good. So good. Yeah, yeah Dandelorian. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But um, yeah, I remember seeing the Phase 2 armor and on the 2D Clone Wars thinking, man, this is crazy. And the, the, the basically the armor turning into more Stormtrooper-ish, more Imperial-style armor. Yep. Same with the um, the fighters at the end of Revenge of the Sith. You know, they're both, they, they kind of look like prototype TIE fighters and they sound like TIE fighters too. Um, and I, I love that cohesion in the universe always really confused me though the cloning the cloning thing i did not get that till later <laughs> on in life till later on in life i was like oh yeah no right that makes sense because of the acceleration but it's literally just like one line in the film yeah yeah and you're like all oh, right this okay. is an important line so, though it is but i i really feel matt like this is actually going to put a staple on that because you remember and i think one of our patrons have mentioned this the uh, original Battlefront 2 that was released in 2005. Yes, yeah, yeah. So on that, there was a mission. Uh, oh, actually, it might have even been Battlefront 1. The one was released uh, like the year before or something, where you have to go and um, wipe out all of the Camino facility oh, and all yeah, of the yeah, clone yeah. troopers there. And you're playing as a stormtrooper because they're like, right, okay, well, we've got rid of clones have phased them out. They're getting older, but the Camino people, they're like, they're like growing another army. We can't have that. Like the Kaminoans. Yes. I, I was fascinated by that. I was like, man, that's so interesting. I love the and, whole um, thing around that. Yeah. I think that's where I learned actually what I was just talking about. That's why I was like, oh, right. So that's how it worked. That's how it went down. So that was around the time of Revenge of the Sith, maybe when it was just uh, after it was released. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to exploring that side of the mythology, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, mate. Yeah, I'm, you know, you know me, I love a bit of Camino. And we saw Camino in the trailer featured heavily 
in the trailer we saw talking with our with i don't know if it was a boy or girl but lama sue with the prime minister the the old Cameron owen um so that's exciting and like like you said it's to it's to phasing out is what happened to these these geezers after the revenge of the sith because obviously we, we see them kind of in attack of the clones and then more so in sith um, and then we have seven seasons of the clone wars 120 uh, odd episodes with them basically and then nothing i mean what yeah. as soon as revenge of the sith is finished it's like right done let's move on now to close so i'm looking right. forward to seeing how because i think we had it might have been um, our boy essex scott um 97 who asked us a couple of weeks ago on patreon you know, do, do we reckon they're going to have a they're going to redo that battlefront scenario where basically the stormtroopers are going in to take out camino and maybe the clone force 99 are going to be there to protect it or that is that where the conflict's going to be possibly but just to see you know camino back within being shown again in canon is exciting i think it needed to be as well you can't not kind of talk about the story of the clones or what happens to the clones without going back to Camino. So I'm interested to see what they're going to be doing on Camino. And I'm interested to see exactly what Tarkin's role in it is in this as well. Cause Tarkin oh. basically says the, the clones are being tested. We've got five clones here. They're a bit naughty. They don't do as they're told, but he also then later on wants clone force 99 to be found and wiped out, wiped out. Why does he right. want them gone? Is it is it just because they're disobedient and don't respect authority? What happens for him to want to get rid of the bad batch? And that's one of my main questions about the series, dude. And um, one which I'm interested to hear what your thoughts on this are. But what's mm-hmm. the end game of the bad batch? Because in a minute on Wikipedia, it's just listed as a series, not a mini series, but potentially more than one um, season. What's the end this game? Is, this is this is going to be more than one season. I think it will be. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be, be more than one season. I reckon yeah. uh, they they may follow the resistance model and just do two, or 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 the rebels model and do four. I think they need to know their limits and don't stretch it out too far. But what's what what's, what? Yeah. I know we don't know, but what's what's the end game for this? Where where are we going by the end of the bad batch? Where do you think we're going right. to be in the timeline? And what do you think would have happened? So this is a funny one. Um, you, you've mentioned Tarkin, Tarkin, um, um, being, you know, a bit of a naughty boy and saying, right, bad batch, enemies of the state. That's it. Um, they need to be tracked down and killed, right? Yep. By who, who, who's Tarkin talking to? Clones? Was it Fennec? Right, Is it someone clone else? On, clone on clone action, mate. That's oh, what we're mate, here for. That's, that's a bit of craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of other cameos. Where do I think this is going? Answering your question, I feel like that's actually somewhat addressed in the latest trailer. Oh. We see a slightly older in the animated universe, Saw Guerrera. Yes. Deception. Deceptions. Local boy, yeah. huh? Body. Rook. Gaggle pilot. Yep. Borgullet. knows the truth. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Guerrero returns up. We all love, we love a bit of Borgullet. We all love a bit One of to lose one's um, mind. We, yeah, absolutely. Um, he did, trying to come up with a voice for that character. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yeah, just talk about the, the He sounds nothing guy. like that when he was younger. Anyway, Saul Guerrero is there. Re- uh, early stages of the rebellion, mate. Yeah. Early stages of the rebellion, possibly, possibly 
leaning into other bits of canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a question to throw back at you. Okay, right? What, what, because Tarkin, I doubt Tarkin is going to be like, oh, these guys, they're uncontrollable. They're really good. They're really effective. They're super effective. They're like a, a decent move in a Pokemon game. They're super <laughs> effective. But, um, yeah, do you know what? Bit too disorganized for me. Kill them. Yeah. Not what? No, there needs to be a catalyst. Surely there needs to be a catalyst. Have the Bad Batch maybe been protecting a little Force-sensitive person? <laughs> a little Green Geezer? Maybe. Maybe. Well, they- I don't know. I don't know if it'll be little Grogues himself. Well, they've got Omega, but- the little girl, haven't they? She right. was in the tra- She well- seems to be a big part of the trailer here. But I don't think she's a force sensitive. I think she's a clone. I so think do she's I. a um, yeah. I don't think she's a force sensitive. I've got it written down in my little notes here. Is she like a female clone child? I also put just for the lols. Is she raised mum? Because there was a time when everyone was raised mum. Um, yeah, but force um, babies. That's it. Force babies. Rayla force babies. Hashtag. Um, yeah. What's her purpose here? Is she the last clone? Is she the last? Is she the only female clone that we know of? I mean, have they managed to procreate somehow? I mean, well, the possibilities are endless because then it means that, you know, the clones are, will be forever out there potentially. Um, is, does she have um, unaltered genes? Is she just like, normal like uh, Boba wow. was? So this, And she's also we got an electro bow and arrow as well, which is pretty cool. We all know that the last clone is going to be the title of episode ten, <laughs> and that's all about and gonna, that's all about the resurrection of uh, Palpatine's son. Strand <laughs> the last so, strand cast. Um, yeah, and it's going to be about they're going to bring Luke Skywalker back so he can put a star destroyer out the sky, and then he'll die. So that's I how it's going to be. Well. Yeah, yeah, the last strand cast. It'll just be Palps. You know, bring back my son. Uh, that would be exciting. Um, but, yeah, but, what, but she's got to do. She she's prominently focused so mm. what i don't mm. want to happen is something that a lot of people didn't want to happen in the mando yet they absolutely bossed it which is you know have have these guys be babysitters the bad babysitters we don't want that it, you know they wanted to just be like what could be the catalyst for the bad batch what could keep them motivated i don't know have them have to they take custody of a child and, and protect them they did that in mm. the mandalorian and as we know they nailed that you know, they nailed the whole father and son aspect. You know, this, here's a lone gun slinger. Oh, now, now let's throw a kid upon him and see how that changes things. That worked a treat. I hope they don't follow the same path here and be like, well, let's just add a child in to change the dynamic and add some like, kind of like forced stakes. You know, because, mm. you know, I don't think they're going to have the child be like gunned down. But um, it's, it's a it's hard interesting. one because we, 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 practically, I suppose maybe they want a kid in there for a younger, for like a younger audience because this is sense. very much a, a Clone Wars. Really, it is the successor to Clone Wars, isn't it? Yeah, oh, this like, is absolutely. Is. And, and they're not even, they're not even like sleeping on that. Like the logo is the same. Like literally, it's the same logo, just the fonts, the uh, the, um, the the coloring in the fonts. No, it's, it, this is this is the different. kind of like spiritual sequel or follow up, yeah, to to the Clone Wars. So, and that also, I know not to interject, but to add to add no, to the point no. which I think you were going to make, the tone. Obviously, this may mm-hmm. be the the mm-hmm. entry point for youngsters, little Amiga. But then obviously that play, what kind of tone are we going for? So, um, well, Clone yeah. Wars was the entry point for Star Wars to Star Wars for so many people. Yeah. And, I, and I think I, I was thinking about this the other day, Matt, 
you know, I, I think that's only come to the realization of people at Lucasfilm and, and maybe even Disney. Um, people are only just realizing that they're only realizing, wow, actually this prequel market is huge. And this generation that grew up with the prequels, i.e. yourself and I, Matty boy have families now and they, they work and they (laughs) contribute society now. And despite the prequels being, you know, the prequels, they have their faults. You know, we love those films. And we grew up with them, and Clone Wars is integral to that, especially that generation that probably didn't see a, a Phantom Menace in the cinema or Attack of the Clones in the cinema, maybe even Revenge of the Sith at the cinema. Their Star Wars was coming home from school and watching Clone Wars on Cartoon Network. It's huge. But how do they capture that again? Maybe it is by having this younger character, maybe making her a bit more accessible to a younger audience. Um, but also... As the Mandalorian shows us, having uh, more of a child in the story can actually be sometimes the perfect MacGuffin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, without trying to, you know, get PTSD from Rise of Skywalker, MacGuffins everywhere. It's when a they dagger. put out the dagger. That's it. <laughs> it's the dagger. It's oh. always the dagger. There's always a bigger dagger. There's always a bigger dagger. Always a bigger dagger. Um, it's hard to say, man. I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how this uh, how this unwinds, especially with the uh, the young lass, Matty boy. Um, what are you saying about a potential force sensitive, though, mate? Uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, the Bad Batch at the minute has the potential to be a. Uh, similar to resistance and i'll mention that in a minute but a show which doesn't really rely on the force you know this is the ba- this is the bad batch a couple of ba clones running around a uh, wrecking shop so throwing in a force sensitive kid would also be a bit on the nose given the mandalorian's done that with grogs um true if they do it it'll cut co- it you know you, you know what we're going to say mate we've got our, we've got our drinks charged up but it all comes down to the magic word mate it all comes down to the oh, execution oh, of it all yeah Oh. Mm. That's this it, mate. is true it come, it, honestly this... i've got no issue with them doing it it's are they just doing it like you say as an entry point and is it going to work or are they doing it to fit the story despite the fact that they've just done it in the mandalorian and on the point of like the entry point resistance would have been an entry point for kids as well but where this has got the um where this has got the the run on resistance is this is coming out of disney plus was resistance that came out on Disney XD, I think. So it wasn't quite as accessible to everyone if you didn't have the right package. Whereas had resistance come out on Disney plus like this, then I think more eyes would have been on it. So as terms of an entry point, this will be, uh, you know, this will grow what resistance will, you know, beyond grow beyond resistance. Well, bro, we already know it's bigger. Well, we are doing a resistance rewatch in the minutes. So as we know, we're going to do that yes. revisited, and we're quite looking we, forward to that one. T- Dude, the 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 tones of these shows are couldn't be more different. Yeah, and I, I don't could... mind, and I like that as well. They don't, they don't all need to be the same animation, the same vibe, the same style. No, so I like no, that. I don't. And we've got we've got like we're going to have a quite a nice little catalogue of Star Wars animated shows that are like true canon. You know, yes. now uh, Clone Wars um obviously the 2007 onward clone wars clone wars i think it is just called star wars clone wars isn't yes, it? as yeah. opposed to the clone wars so you've got clone wars uh rebels resistance and now bad batch resistance really is the one that sticks out a little bit there 
mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Matty Boy, you said we're doing a rewatch at the moment. Oh. We're going to do an episode eventually. I'm struggling. Like, resistance. I'm struggling with it. Revisited. No spoilers I, there. I'm telling you, sometimes, guys, I ring up Matt and I'm like, bro, I'm really struggling with this. Yeah. And Matt's like, no, you've got to keep on it. Yeah, got it. You've got to give the punters what they want. Think, think of the episode. As think it, of think the episode. of our fans who tune in week in, week out. You can't let them down, Rain. You can't let them down. And he says, yeah, no, I rough, can't. I'm, though, mate. I'm, I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for them. This, I think, is going to have more longevity. Even if it is only two series, if that's what seasons, if that's what ends up being, I think there's going to yeah. be more meat to this. And it's not just familiarity, because uh, I mentioned Camino, but in the trailer... We also see shots of them fighting B1 battle droids. We see people like Shand, Fenix in there, uh, my girl. Rex is there. It looks like Naboo potentially was there as well. So it's not just because, oh, this is this is going to be better because we can settle in a bit easier because we recognize some of the places and the characters. Mm-hmm. I, I think there might be, there's more here because there's a greater scope. You've got, it's, a, it's vastly unexplored. And I know Resistance was obviously in unexplored territory because nothing was coming out with sequel trilogy way, but obviously the story they decided to tell and the kind of very isolated story didn't really play into the sequel trilogy as a whole. It was just a story set within the time. I think this could yeah. be a nice little bridge between ending the PT, like the Clone Wars ended the Clone Wars perfectly. The Bad Batch could be a great way of now starting to wrap up the prequel trilogy timeline, leading in to the the original uh, trilogy as well. And, Regarding Saw Gerrera, it's quite nice that Andrew Cushino's coming back to voice him, the original voice actor from the Clone Wars. So he hasn't quite become Saw Gerrera yet. So that's interesting. But um, yeah, well, I like seeing those throwbacks. And uh, Captain Rex is going to show up, mate. He's uh, he's getting a bit of a run around. He's showing up quite a lot recently, isn't he? Just not well, in that's Mando. Another, that's another awkward thing because you're thinking to yourself, well, Rex isn't going to be a bad guy. But the, by the way that Tarkin is talking, he's given orders to clones. Now they, this is the empire now. Yep. You know, everything post Palpatine's speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Coruscant in revenge of the Sith is the empire. That is the Imperium. They're there. Yep. And the clone troopers are Imperials from that moment on. Yeah. That's how it works. Everyone is and there. I'm excited to see, you know, what is Rex an Imperial? probably not they're not going to make rex and imperial but that is because of clone war season seven we we probably know where he's going to be more leaning toward oh, yeah. so it's interesting and obviously we have the uh hindsight of uh rebels you know yeah. so and and that's another thing i was going to say i wonder if we're going to see some babies from uh this this era that are later characters in rebels you know making a little cameo you know i was thinking about force sensitives earlier i wasn't specifically thinking of grogues uh really i was thinking well maybe a young caleb june a little yeah. uh kanan Jarrus, you know it, you 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 never know and the animated universe loves to tie in with each other particularly this rebels and clone wars stuff yeah. again forget resistance you got you got clone wars clone wars and rebels you got them talking to each other really they're connected bad batch matt is in between those two shows yeah. there's gonna be some connections there's gonna be some appearances and cameos no doubt no doubt and talking of cameos man and people reprising their roles as uh, actors and voice actors. Um, we have Fennec Shan popping yes. up. Now, we, 
Now, we saw Fennec in the original uh, sizzle, the Bad Batch sizzle reel from the investors call, right? Um, Ming-Na Wen is reprising her role. Absolutely. As Fennec Shan. So she's voicing that. I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, I'm looking, we saw a bit more of her in this trailer looking forward to seeing how that all ties together and there was a few uh throwbacks to in this trailer to like the um to the speeder chase in attack of the clones yeah snack of the clones sorry very cool very very good very 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 nice yeah you see a shot of um whichever one of the bad batch is the main one um rambo he shoots a, he steals a speeder yeah. in a in a colorful city which i'm not sure where it quite where it was but that looks cool yeah and you've got fennec shan is seemingly uh has a contract out on them so that's exciting to see that we know from the mando that fennec's one of the like the best assassins in the galaxy she's one of the best bounty hunters so yeah, here's a chance to maybe see see why I, I can't see her doing a heel turn. I can't see her becoming like a good guy in this series because we know by the time of the man, though, she's she's a wanted felon. You know, she's wanted. She's she hasn't done a heel turn and become a goodie. So that's exciting. It's good to see Ming Na Wen coming back, and it's interesting to see that you know she's in the Mando for one episode um, on Tatooine in episode season one, and then we thought was that it? Oh, they've got they made a big deal of Ming Na Wen uh, coming in, and they shot her in the gut. Turns out she came back for season two and now she's in the Bad Batch. So I love that they're taking these characters that they're establishing and just building them up and building them up. And so I'm really excited to see Fennec Shand anyway. Luke, are we going to see any more bounty hunters? Do you reckon we could potentially see more? Uh, I'm not I'm not quite thinking Oatry of Bestoon just yet, but do you oh, reckon we'll see some bounty hunters? I would love to see some bounty hunters. And you you know who I'd love to see. Go on, yeah, you go know, on. Say it, say it, say it. You talk <laughs> first. Filthy drunk traders. <laughs> <laughs> buried, buried in the was it buried, buried in a filthy grave on Jakku Desert. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'd love to see Cad Bane, bro. Yes. Right, yes. and it's the animation style. It's the same animation style. Come on, lots of people online talking about how you know Bad Batch could be utilized to finish off, or not even finish off, um, continue with some ideas of Clone Wars arcs, unused Clone Wars arcs. Because I believe there was either going to be more seasons of Clone Wars originally, or season seven was going to be at least another ten episodes longer. So. Um, as as all the other episode, um, series are anyway. Yeah. By the way, how many episodes do you think are going to be in this series? Like uh, in the first, it's going to be reckon, twelve. I reckon they're going to go twelve, just because the season seven, of the Clone Wars, was twelve episodes, um, and they, they 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 keep saying it's very expensive to do these. So I reckon I reckon twelve. I reckon that's going to be their kind of ballpark figure. Now I hope it's not any less than that because otherwise it just feels a bit more like a mini se- a mini series rather than an actual series. Whereas I know we have our thoughts and we have a bit of a giggle about resistance, but they were still feature length series. We're still getting 20 episodes and I, that's yeah, what true. I, and that's what I like. And I'd like to see Don't them I do that. It. But yeah, well, no, it feels a lot more, but um, <laughs> make 20 episodes feel like a hundred, but um, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Andor. but it's always, it's, yeah. but the question there was obviously is, can they fill 20 episodes? Have they got the, um, 
the, the content for that or is it just going to be mission of the week for half of it and then sprinkle in some actual arcs because i want this to be a continuing story i don't want, really want it to be the bad batch have a mission this week and then they've got another mission and they've got another mission but the trailer makes me think it's not going to be like that because of tarkin tarkin's in there he seems like he's going to be the uh, overarching bad guy here who's gonna who's going to be the arc here you might get a few yeah. episodes where it's them going on a random mission, but to me, it feels like it's going to be more of a longer story. So if they can fill out 20 episodes, great. Do 20 episodes. If they've only got content yeah. for 12, that works for me. I just, hope, I, I just hope it isn't eight episodes each because then that, that to me, that does, that doesn't feel like an awful lot, but no, it that, comes that down to content, mate. Like a lot. That doesn't seem like a lot, to be honest. But um, l- let's see. We'll find out soon. They've not actually said that, have they? No. Which does make me think this is going to be short but there we go we'll have to see man we'll have to see with quality the, over quantity the however that hey eh? so if the premiere is 70 minutes long so we're getting a feature length premiere yeah do you do you think that's a typo or no do you think that's legit no i think it's a legit mate i think because it's they did, longer they did it Rebels, than didn't they? any it's longer than any mandalorian episode no they can do it in animation though remember remember rebels always started with like a double header didn't it um like the uh the f- season suppose, two yeah. started off with a double header and it's just a way of pre- that's premiering on tuesday may the 4th and then they've got another episode on that friday so what's that the the fifth maybe so uh, not the fifth sorry the seventh Reven- revenge of the fifth and revenge of the fifth so we're getting in that in that f- first week we're getting a 70 minute long premiere and then a standard size what i assume will be 20 23 minute episode on the friday so for the first right. week we're getting two episodes mate which is going to be exciting it's mad. It's mad. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I think with a season like this, let's, you know, hopefully it is long. There's a lot of world building to go along with that. And that's what made Clone Wars so good for so many people. Yep. I'm so looking forward to seeing the political landscape of this. Like I said, goes back to the timeline. This is po- This is Clone Wars stuff in a post revenge of the sith world like that's crazy we've we've not seen anything like this before so i'm really looking forward to that and if i cast my mind back to the original sizzle we see Mayboy palpatine giving his speech from the senate basically yes. announcing the galactic empire right Again, the crossover, the synergy is mad. Mate, absolutely buzzing to see that. And also in the latest trailer, we see an ATTE walker, one of the um, Clone Wars walkers, just bowling it around. Love seeing that. Now, it looked almost as if it were doing like crowd management, but I think it shoots at another um another walker I, 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 I could be wrong about that though but it, it's dude it looks it looks fantastic because are other people really beginning to realize oh hang on the republic they're taking control and like by taking control they're really taking control of things here yeah. you know we could see some people start to think ah right so the clone wars has ended but the clones are sticking around mm-hmm to what to patrol or right and that that's that's what happens in um in uh, unfortunately in some cases some real life mm-hmm. you know mad mate i'm looking forward to it yeah man the, the the line that stood out for me most in the trailer was our boy uh guerrera when he says to the the bad batch you know, 
the Clone Wars have ended, you either adapt and survive or you die of the past. So I, I really like that. And that, I think that there is the kind of crux to the series as a whole. Now you either adapt to the surroundings and survive, which is basically you either come and join my team and fight for your survival or you die with the past, your relics of an old war or, yeah. you know, cause, cause the, the new regime don't want you. They're phasing you out for stormtroopers. And um, may, maybe that is just a reason why Tarkin wants them gone because look, we're facing that the clones uh, the military clones these guys won't drop their weapons but they won't give up the weapons and the armor therefore they've got to go whereas the clones who are just working in diners across the galaxy they're fine they're not they're not doing anything wrong so maybe that's the problem and then Guerrero comes in he's like well you know you either adapt to your new situation which is like you said enemy of the state and you survive or you know you let the empire the empire take over they destroyed the jedi they destroyed the republic and the clones along with it what do, what do you want to happen to you? What's it going to be? So I'm looking forward to that. Um, the animation style looks great. Uh, I certainly, I believe Kevin Kiner's coming back to do the, um, to compose the music for it, which if so is only great news. Cause I think Kevin Kiner has done some brilliant, brilliant work in the animated side of star Wars. And I'd, I would like to see him do a, a light, have, have a crack at some live action soon because he gets it. He knows how to blend in, new star wars old star wars and his own spin on it as well so um in now, term, go, go on. no i was gonna say it, it, there's a lot of theory online right that people are saying that crosshair is going to betray crosshair. the bad yeah, batch yeah. Yeah, have yeah. you seen that no i haven't the sniper guy. <laughs> yeah people have been going crazy about it and i put a post up the other day saying you know kill off a bad batcher yeah like, who are you gonna kill <laughs> And uh, every, most people were like, oh, Wrecker. Wrecker because <laughs> um, he's loud and annoying, but Wrecker's Crosshair because he's a sneaky so-and-so. He's naughty. Um, he is naughty, yeah. Do you, do you think any of them are going to betray the cause? The cause, the cause. Well, uh, the, potentially, because it could be a catalyst for some stakes, for some emotion. Otherwise, it, it will just be... You know, I've got no issue with being the gang each week, but having one splinter off could cause some like, genuine disruption to them now. Like one of them believes in the empire and the way things are going and values himself above his brothers. That's that, that's quite intriguing. Um, it won't be Echo, of course, because he was tortured and joined the Bad Batch. They are his family. So Crosshair, yeah, Wrecker's too daft, I think, to do anything. I think he's just going to stick with his buddies. The leader, whose name I really can't remember, which is really bad. Um, he he's he's in it for the Rambo. long run. Yeah, Rambo's in it for the long run. So Crosshair, <laughs> uh, Crosshair's got a brain to him. Obviously, there's Data of his name as well. But Crosshair could be the um, the wild card. Tech, isn't it? Tech, yeah, Data, whatever his name is. Wasn't he like Star Trek? Star Trek, yeah. Live long and prosper. Star Trek sessions. Yeah, that one you just mentioned. I reckon he's he's too much of a square to defect. So I reckon Crosshair could be the wild card and. If you ask me, mate, which you did, yeah, I think it could add some. Uh, I can think it could add a new dynamic. But what do you think, mate? Would that be too cliche? Or are you up for that? I'd be up for it. I mean, it's a kid show at the end of the day. Eh? It's, they're not going to pull out an old Last Jedi on us and be like, "What does it mean?" Well, it's up for you to decide. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever interpretation you take out of yeah. the cinema. That's Baloney's the answer. Given up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. 
I, I'd be up for something like that, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm just really intrigued by the Empire really starting to take control. Tarkin's in it. You got that Coruscant guard, oh, you know, the red and white yeah. clone trooper. Oh, bro. Uh, I know there's so many Clone Wars fans that are just so looking forward to this, and I don't blame them. I am well excited for this. Like, like you pudding. said, I think it's... Be- eh? It's like pudding for those guys. It's so exciting, mate. It's like it's like pudding. It's like loads of pudding. What sort of pudding is it? For me, it's tiramisu, but um, it could be whatever oh, yeah. pudding you want it to be. Tear in Matt's zoo. <laughs> that's exactly um, what I like. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good shout, man. Mine, mine is like a um, oh, I don't know, maybe like a cookie, but like a fat cookie. Yeah, my Warm missus one. has started doing these so that they're like a few inches tall. Oh, like so the cookie in the middle is like a few inches tall, and it's like really, really, really de- tasting delicious. Oh. That's kind of like what Bad Batch is, I suppose. You know, they're all kind of big and tall. I, you know, I can't for the life of me remember what Rambo's real name is. I know it's really, it's really bad. We're, we're obviously, you know, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. But um, by the time we do any any kind of Bad Batch review, however we decide to do that, we will know what the characters are called. So um, keep that in mind. Wrecker, Tech, Crosshair, Hunter, and Hunt, Echo. Hunter, Sergeant Hunter. That's the geezer's name. That's it. Yeah, Hunter. That's right. Hunter. How do he yeah, look like a hunter? Com- yeah, I suppose he does look like a hunter. I remember the other ones, but just not Hunter, not the main one, not Rambo. Yeah, he's just like I so think obvious. we should just call him Rambo. I prefer Rambo because he's clearly a Rambo light, isn't he? He's clearly yes. Stallone guy at Rambo. That's it. Um, well, my last thing on this, then, mate, is you put it up on the socials. Which of the Bad Batch do you want to kill off? You're Filoni, and Kathleen Kennedy comes and says, look, you know, I want to get a bit dark. I want one of these guys to be offed. Luke, you've got to pick one. It's a hard one. I'm not going to say the popular ones because they've had enough bullying. People who are in bullying wrecker, poor bloke and crosshair, poor bloke might be a sneaky bloke though. So we'll see. Um, do you know what? Probably echo mate. Oh, I know. OG. OG. He's only just come back. I know. I know, but, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that is enough suffering. What? He has enough a, he, suffering. He's had enough suffering, no, that not. guy. Has. Yeah. No, it's not, Matt. No, it's not. Did Jack survive the Titanic? No. There was enough room on that board. He died. So, <laughs> there was, but there wasn't enough room for Echo. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Echo on the underground, sunk in on the the underground train that you're going to be driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Piccadilly line. Rock. There ain't enough room for you, fella. Echo's going to be wandering around central London. Oh, excuse me, mate. I need to get... Shut up. Close <laughs> yeah. the door. Central London. <laughs> nope. Mind the gap. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go for... Yeah. I'm going to go for Wrecker because he's Wrecker. And I know a lot of people love Wrecker. He's a bit annoying. But he Wrecker to me is... I, I like Hunter, even though I don't remember his name. Um, tech, he's got... I like Tech. And I like <laughs> that they've all... They've, Hunter, right? Rambo. They've all got their their part and obviously wrecker is the wrecker he's a wrecking machine i like him he just grates me ever so slightly because he's just a bit daft um and he Who's can your favorite and he can lift the star destroyer um my favorite i like crosshair because i like the idea of a sniper in, in star wars so he's like kind of like mm. bounty hunter light again like bounty hunter-esque um but i also like rambo 
you know, I like I like the sort of like the cold leader who you're not mm. quite sure what's going on behind his eyes, even though we can't remember his name. What about you? Who's who's your favourite then, I'll, mate? Probably Rambo. Yeah, I'll, I'll second. I'll second that. We all love a bit of Rambo. We love a so. Bit of Rambo. Oh, we love a Rambo session. We love a bit of Rambo. And if you want to find out which of the Bad Batch is going to die, if any, May the fourth, Disney Plus. Tune in. The Bad Batch are coming. During our first year on Disney Plus, our animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars saw tremendous success with its epic seventh and final season. Building on the legacy of The Clone Wars, our new animated series The Bad Batch follows the specialist commandos of Clone Force 99 as they embark on new missions in a rapidly changing galaxy. This is The Bad Batch. So, what squad are we taking Force the Bad Batch are a bunch of weirdos. They're different, they're unique, so they're a bit cocky and they're a bit brash. It's why in some ways they're so good. The regular clones who like to do things a little more by the book butt up against that. But at the end of the day, if there's a bunch of battle droids blasting at them, they're all going to get along and find common purpose, such as what happens on any kind of team situation. You don't always have to get along with everybody on the team, but we all know we're trying to win the same game. We're trying to achieve the same goal. And so we played them like that and it's fun and it's more fun to watch people earn each other's respect than it is just automatically there don't usually work with regs regs he's talking about regular clones i don't take it personal we're all on the same team cut the attitude and listen up Hi, this is Jamie Stangroon. You're listening to the Star Wars Session podcast, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. All this talk of Clone Force 99 makes me want to go to the ice cream van and get a cheeky little 99 with a flake as well, a little ice cream. But uh, we're not outside Ooh. the ice cream van. We're outside our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Blolo Ren, shall we? Let's do it, mate. Yes. Uh, each week, for those new to the show and old, we sit down with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers and we get your thoughts on our main discussion which, of course, this week was the Bad Batch, and we've got another wonderful batch of answers, haven't we, mate? Oh, we do, Matty boy. We've got a few beers, a few Kef beers, and we're ready for some opinions. And to start us off with those cheeky opinions is none other than Robin, a.k.a. Twilight Quinn on Instagram. Let's hear him. Hey, it's Robin, a.k.a. Twilight Quinn. I am so stoked for The Bad Batch, not just because there's going to be 70 minutes of new Star Wars content on May the 4th, which I think is fantastic. I'm mostly just really excited for more expansion to the Star Wars animated universe. I'm a huge fan of Clone Wars and in particular Rebels, and I think there's so much scope in the animated series to really play in the Star Wars universe, and oh, I just I cannot wait. <laughs> We love hearing the enthusiasm, Matty boy. We love it. Robin is an awesome cosplayer and pin. Yes. 
collector on instagram go follow robin uh, uh twilight quinn just uh, no spaces two ends at the end twilight quinn on instagram yet yeah, the enthusiasm the energy for this show may boy really is electric really is nice to be part of this at the moment you know yeah twilight queen yes twilight queen go follow her on um ig uh, for some fabulous content and yeah what you said about the animated series being able to really expand and go into different areas of the galaxy and the lore is spot on some of the best content has come from the animated in my opinion in the animated series so thank you very much for contributing there robin uh, we also got a little message from pinguinio rodriguez who said I was going to watch this anyway, but after that trailer, I am genuinely excited. I'm already wondering who the kid is. I think a lot of people are going to wonder about that. KT120 said, that was epic. The animation quality is amazing. And the King of Malta, Eve Evangel said, never watched the Clone Wars initially, but I am super hyped. Right time, right place, all aboard the hype train. Choo choo to all of them. Oh, what awesome comments from the gangsters of the internet. And here's a few more spicy comments. Con air? What's a conent? He's conent. Yeah, storms are coming. Uh, Jin Erso <laughs> said, currently in the watching it on repeat phase, laughing face. I think it's going to deliver massively excited and johnny olif absolute legend said i wasn't that excited but a new trailer with saw and rex and a beefcake poster and a 70 minute premiere announcement later and i'm fully on the hype train johnny i think you mean the spice train mate Yes, indeedy, indeedy, indeed. Thank you so much for those naughty comments, you bunch of sickheads. That's right, Queen Erso, Johnny. Uh, thank you for everyone who sent in uh, comments. Go check out our socials. We'll give the links at the end, and you can see all the other comments we've got. We couldn't get around to including them all, but do keep sending them in week in, week out, and we'll endeavour to get them on a future edition of The Bantina. Podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From two dollars a month is all it is. Best podcast. Hello there. Best podcast. Best podcast. Roger, Roger. Best podcast. That's right, people. From as little as two dollars a month for less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop. You can listen to amazing content, extra shows from both Matt and I, and a cheeky podcast. Honestly, this is the deal of the century. Nice, spicy, tidy. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. It's the best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars Sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From $2 a month is all it is. Best podcast. Best 
That's right. It is the spiciest part of the Budabot Bantina. It is the patron questions, our favourite bit of the show. Isn't that right, Matty boy? It's spot on, my friend. That's right. And to start us off is the King of Belgium himself. Rumour has it one day he will motorcycle his way to a Star Wars Sessions live oh, event. One Belgian day. Bond. One day. One day. Add some class. So, what a boss. Uh, to start us off, Vadim Simmons says, Hi, Broby ones. <laughs> love that. Uh, absolutely love that. You think we're going to get to see Boba in the Kenobi series? Hey, Boba. In the comics, it's he who gives the name Skywalker to Darth Vader after finding out who destroys La Estrella de la Morte. What cool little Easter eggs would you like to see? Stay spicy. Sorry if I've absolutely butchered that, but it basically is the Death Star. The Death Star. So, is it? Yeah, he's here. I was thinking, what did he destroy? Yeah. But I was like, yeah, the only thing he destroyed was the Death Star. Therefore, Estrella de la Muerte. I assume it's a Death Star. I mean, how we pronounce it could mean anything, though. Well, that's why I think on um, Estrella, on the bottle, you have a star on it. Yep. And Muerte, so, I believe, means home. I'm, Death see, star. beer Death. is helping us learn language. <laughs> so don't say... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Demis- Murte must mean death. Then um, I get it right this time. Yeah. So, like yeah. murder, maybe like murder. Ooh, the murder. It's all, it's all linked. Latin. It all you counts. can thank the Romans for that. Belgian Bond loves it. And Matty boy, what are you saying to this spicy question, um, mate? Oh yeah, in the com- in the comics here, yeah, Boba and Luke Skywalker had a fight in Kenobi's shack. Therefore, there's precedent for Boba being there. Um, Luke was going to get the journal of Ben Kenobi. So this is set, what, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So Boba he wouldn't quite be a stroppy teenager at this point, but he, you know, he wouldn't be still too old. So he could, look, Boba Fett could be in it. He could be in Imperial service and looking for Kenobi. He's back in, he's back in the Mandalorian now. So to see Boba wouldn't be earth shattering or groundbreaking anymore. Um, the obvious one mm. is we mentioned is Qui-Gon Jinn. I think that's the obvious one. Do you know what? In terms of like fun little Easter eggs, just let, let me see Watto. Let me see Watto. Even if it's just in the background. Don't. Let me just see Watto and just hear him like... Don't do just that hear the to voice. Me. What, how does he sound? Don't do that to me. Don't give me hope. Oh, little Annie's friend. Yeah, <laughs> Annie's friend. <laughs> Kidster. Um... You have a Nubian. You got <laughs> that, little, that, that, that geezer Watto. So that would be fun for an Easter egg. Will it be too early for Rebels Easter eggs? Don't know, maybe. But Bail Organa mm. would be a nice little cameo. It makes sense. And because he's he, him and Yoda are the only ones that know what's going on. So whether Bail Organa would count as an Easter egg, but maybe a cameo. But what if you want Easter eggs, Watto, mate. Watto would be a fun Easter egg. But what about you? Watto, that is filth. Uh, do, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Boba turning up during Kenobi, to be honest. I think that might be too much. I don't know. Uh, I, I could see someone more Tatooine based, you know, and to, to call a spade a spade, I think someone like Jabba, but I also think maybe someone from the Crimson Dawn part of the Star Wars story, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily Han or Lando, maybe Kira, 
maybe um old Vossy, Vossy Bop, whatever his name is, Scarface. Oh Dryden Voss. That's it. Dryden. Yeah, maybe. Someone like that, I think. Jabber, I don't know. That's a good show. Yeah, but I don't I don't know about Bobber. I just I feel like that would be too much and maybe some brand confusion for Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett that's coming out later on this year. So I think they'll avoid it, to be honest. Um, if, um, if it happened, again, I wouldn't be that would have come. You, you, you wouldn't be surprised if it no, would yeah. happen. I mean, again, as long as they do it right, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, if he was, I wouldn't mm. want, again, I wouldn't necessarily want to be a big part because I think that takes away from having a brand new, interesting bounty hunter instead. Because you know me, I like okay. I like to see new characters brought in wherever possible. But if he was, if he True. turned up, then you know, with if they if they want to ride the Boba train, then 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 fine. But you know, I'd rather someone new. I'd ride a Boba train yeah. every day. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if you know how to drive one by now. Mate. I do the Fet Express all aboard. Yeah, I can I can drive a train. I can drive an underground. I can drive anything. Yeah. Yeah. I can fly flyer. anything. I see. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a, a Why does he say flyer? Because. You're a flyer. Yeah. What? You're a bit of paper that you give out to someone. Yeah, that's the it, that's it. I don't have people. Han Solo. Ah, <laughs> witty of me. Yeah, he's a flyer. Yeah. Should, imagine, um, if, imagine if he's like Han Lona. That would have been even better. <laughs> yeah. What should I call you? Um, oh, Han Neck. Uh, he might just well looked. <laughs> he might just well have looked at the cinema. Kind <laughs> wink. <laughs> Here we go, what guys. What we call him, kids? <laughs> shout, it, shout it out. I remember when Bobby Bliger, Bobby Iger, he said, you know, like, we're finally going to get to find out how, you know, find out how Han got his name. And the internet were like, oh, no, don't have it that he's not called Han Solo. Don't, don't add in that he got his name from, like, some stupid reason. And um, Bobby Bliger came out and reiterated, like, no, no, I meant how he got his, like, his name in the, his reputation. Turns out that Bob Iger was telling the truth the whole time. They didn't listen to the yeah, fans and then on that one. Yeah, he came out and lied. Yeah, you liar. Came out and lied. Bob Liger. Well, yeah, Bob Liger. <laughs> uh, it's a liger. It's a mix between it. <laughs> it's a mythical creature. <laughs> what am I quoting? Do you know what I'm quoting? That's Nicolas Cage right there. No, it's not. No. It's, it does sound like Nick. Nicholas, we need to find a treasure. That's it, treasure. We need to find a treasure. <laughs> treasure. No, do you know what? It's a liger. It's uh, it pretty much is the exact same impression. I've just realised that. Yep. So that's my fault. No, it was Napoleon Dynamite, Matt. Oh man, I've only seen that. Have a few you seen times. the I greatest have... film ever made? I've seen it a few times, my friend. Uh, Not so in recent good. years, mind. Flipping heck, we got to watch that. Napoleon Dynamite. Napo- yeah, Napoleon. Yeah, Blinamite. Another blight pun. They're all coming out today. Yeah, yeah. But there we go. Good question. Yes, nice one, Belgian Bond. Uh, everyone listening, what, what do you reckon about Boba in the Kenobi series? Any Easter eggs you'd like to see scattered throughout the Kenobi series? Let us know. Um, the next one we've got is, again, from the King of Malta, Eve Evangel. And this is a good one. I really like this one. He says, I was wondering, what are Midic- Oh, no. I was wondering, <laughs> unless you can remember the rumour hype and speculations in prequel times, this is probably a sequel trilogy question. Okay. Is there anything in the movies that you thought would be a setup for something to come or that had a deeper meaning? I always assume the mention of King Prana or the Terillion Massacre in The Force Awakens would be picked up later. Just like the mention of Jabba in A New Hope was a teaser for his appearance in Return of the Jedi before the special edition. But despite all the origin stories and comics before and after The Force Awakens, 
this is being completely ignored. And there is a backstory for the skull that Luke threw to close the gate in Return of the Jedi. Bid, low, curve. So, um, was there anything in any of the films, but more like, more so the sequels then, mate, that was mentioned, but kind of never really went anywhere? Okay, yeah, there's... there's. I, I mean, Star Wars does this because it, ma- it, 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 it lets the universe film a lot more lived in you know so it's almost like a star wars ism when they're like oh blah 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 it's like when um obi-wan and anakin are in the lift in uh, attack of the clones and they're talking about you know they're just having bants aren't they you know yeah. about the i don't know what they talk about I, I don't know the specific names but but i'm sure guys listening know what i'm on about um for me i'm not sure if this counts or not but i feel strongly that it does the Knights of Ren were featured predominantly in the uh, Force Awakens. It completely missed out of the Last Jedi, and by the Rise of Skywalker, they're just like lightsaber fodder, aren't they? Really? And um, yeah, that always bugs me because we don't know anything about them. We don't, and it, it that felt like a film thing to answer as opposed to oh, well, the comics will answer that, you know, or, yeah. or a TV show or a game will answer that. I kind of can't get past that. That And also the Skywalker Saber. Good question yep. for another That's time. One of mine, mate. Like, I know these these are ones that are really obvious because <laughs> they're not... Because I hear what Eve's saying here, yeah. He's talking about all of these, like, small little lines and stuff. Like, I know they mention it in the Rise of Skywalker. There's there's a line when they're reaching up onto Ochi's... Um, Ochi's ship you know they're like oh he could have been but anyway I I don't see how you can look at stuff like that and go oh yeah I wonder where hang on what about the lightsaber that's (laughs) one of mine mate it's the obvious one isn't it yeah yeah I don't know again I don't want to sound like too much of a moaner but that seems like a real obvious one you know to me Um, you, you say you had uh, the lightsaber one is one of yours. Yeah. Do you have any others, mate? Well, yeah, this one's going to make everyone bang their head against the table, but I have no shame. Somehow Palpatine returned. They didn't even. They didn't even. That is. That is something that um, maybe you'd expect. Dark late. science. Yeah, well, dark science. Only Chris Terrio knew. Later on in the film, that was right for them to mention, other than just being like, I don't know, I don't know. What was that line in Episode Three? Just feed, just feed them that and wink at the camera, but. That it to me that is a you know that could have gone that should have gone somewhere but it is a good story for another time you know how did the Skywalker saber which fell from uh, Bespin you know fell from the top of Cloud City how did it end up in a box on Takadana it's a big deal and you'd think it maybe it would go a little bit uh, they they deep delve into that even when they said it's a good question for another time you'd think maybe they'd give that a bit more of a story i mean yeah they've kind of covered it in a really odd way in the marvel comic series which is just like i know someone has caught it and they didn't rip you know luke's gone scavenging for it and it's just a bit naff but um that deserved a little bit more respect the king prana thing yeah that's true um and also the you know duquesne and the irving boys take stu stole it from han oh, i think they've yeah. kind of i think star wars adventures kind of kind of showed something about that but again bit naff not because I want some massive firefight going on, but it was like he literally sort of said to Han Solo, "Look over there." Duquesne said. Han turned around. The next thing, he, this, the Falcons just flying off. It's really bad. Um, so there's one. So it may, a lot of them come from the Force Awakens when 
that was like a perfect kind of test place you know new film they stop sprinkling these little things in about what they could do which could go into bigger things and some of them have been answered some of them haven't but um i do like, i think the king prana one is quite fun i like the, the trillia massacre i mentioned the rise of skywalker when finn just randomly kind of says you know they'll throw us in the pits of grick I love little things like that yes. where they just like, well, what are the pits of Grick? Us Star Wars fans, we're so used to having a backstory for like a rock now. We're like, what are the pits of Grick? I want to see this. And even like this, the planets that they light speed skip to in the Rise of Skywalker, some of those look boss. I know some of them were just like green cloud gas planets, but they looked cool, man. I'd love to see more of them. Don't don't need to, right? but I'd like to. So um, they're, they're the ones to me. But what Star Wars always does is opens the door leaves the door open for these kind of weird little stories to come out of nowhere but the the from a certain point of view books do quite a good job as well of you know filling in some of the more obscure gaps and some of the smaller gaps so hey listen if you're listening delray give us more for every single one of the films because it's a good way of covering those cracks but um i think that's a good question though from my boy mate i quite enjoyed that one no, that's a quality question, mate. It's it's one of my favourites, but and I apologise if I've just gone for the obvious, quote unquote, obvious ones. But they're the ones like I, I I couldn't even look at any of the others because they're the ones that just scream at me, to be honest. So um, it's all good crack, though, really, isn't it? it? Is I tell you what, I was ill the other night, Matty boy, so I and saw. I I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Mrs was next to me. She was fast asleep. I was hot, then I was cold, I was hot, then I was cold. And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give up trying to sleep because I'm, I'm wasting my time. And I was just thinking about stuff and I went, you know what? I'm going to stick on episode nine on my phone. So I, I launched my phone back up, put the old brightness all the way to the bottom, stuck a headphone in, watched Rise of Skywalker, didn't I? Yeah, did it send him to sleep? For about an hour. I don't mean that in a negative way. But no, I mean, did, no, you, did you manage actually, to get to sleep? I mean, because yeah. my mind, my mind was really busy thinking of other stuff, and it actually distracted me from a lot of that stuff. So nice. it did its job, really. So it's really nice, to be honest, man. And yeah, I did. I, I, I really enjoyed it, but also there a bit. I didn't watch all of it. Like I, I genuinely got about an hour in, and then I was like, oh, do you know what? I think I can. I'm relaxed now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that film, man, that film is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Every time I watch, I'm like, who? Who? It's like, in my head, that, that who should just says a thousand words. The, the, the pitch that I said it. But it's like, this film is so different to so many other Star Wars films. But I suppose there's a lots of people that feel like that with The Last Jedi, isn't there? So, yeah, um, there's somebody's favourite there film. There we go. Right? Which not, is, not for this, which not is for great, this show, though. No, um, another yeah, one, actually, is sure. in, in The Last Jedi, when Finn's like, you know, they're building ships for the good guys and for the bad guys. Oh, and the good. Showing the war element, like the, the machinations behind who's uh, creating and manufacturing the weapons for both sides. There's an interesting story there. I mean, that was never going to be picked up, but... It's interesting to know that you know out there is somebody making the, the the weapons and ships for both sides. They're profiteering off war, which isn't a new yeah. thing. So, um, yeah. yeah, Eve Fadim, cheers for that, lads. Everyone out there, let us know what you thought about those questions. We want to hear your answers to that. Um, any Easter eggs and Boba Fett from Kenobi, and any kind of like little th- kind of throwaway lines which you think actually could have been could have maybe been set up for something else. So. Thanks for that, guys. And on our Patreon, at the beginning of March, we dropped a little um, a little thank you to our patrons and basically said, for anyone who's a patron f- throughout the month of March, 
uh, paid out through the month of March, will be eligible and entered into a contest to win the Hasbro, the Mandalorian Darksaber. We're sending it out to one lucky patron. And we are going to do the draw on the show here. The patron will have already known who's won because they're legends and they get they get things first over there. But for our patrons exclusively, the chance to win the Darksaber was there. Luke, shall I spin the wheel? Ah, oh, spin it, big boy. Here we spin go. It. Totally random. Here we go. The wheel is spinning. So the winner of the Dark Saber is... Oh, is it going to stop? It has gone to Shane Daly is the winner of our light of our dark saber. Shane, lucky boy. You lad, Shane. Oh, he's going to be like whacking around a dark saber. I know he's got kids. So he can whack them over the head (laughs) with a dark saber. That's it. The dream, mate. The Shane DeLorean. Yeah, Shane DeLorean. He's the true ruler of Mandalore. Congrats, mate. Congratulate me. We'll get that out to you in the, in the coming weeks. Uh, if we haven't got your address details, we will contact you via Patreon for that. But thank you so much for that. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. But that is that for our time in the Bantina this week. Bartender, sorry about the mess. We'll be back again, though, this time next week. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Hello there. Star Wars Sessions Game. We always end our main episode off with a game. We alternate the host. This week is my week to give Lukey Boy a game. Do you want to know what you're playing this week, mate? Yes, go on, son. Go on. It's a little quiz. It is which Star Wars alien are you? So I've got some questions here, and there's multiple choice answers. And depending on your answers, you'll be assigned an alien of which you'll now have to cosplay as at every event. Oh my days! I'm so excited. Go on. Right, here we go. Let's do this. Hit the music, DJ. Right. Question one: If visitors come to your home, what do you do? Do you invite them in? Show them around? Do you play a game that I know they'll let me win? Do you drop them into a secret Rancor dungeon? Or do you laugh at them when they fall in the Rancor pit? What's the first one? Uh, invite them in and show them around. Invite them in. Yeah, we're going to go. You've got to be I'll nice. Be a friendly alien. I'll be like E.T. Okay, right. Uh, this is interesting. This is a, this is a uh, and, and also question for Luke. But question two, what do you like to eat? Okay. Uh, root leaf stew every day. Live frogs are delicious. A dead animal on a stick, or pretty much anything I can reach with my tongue. Well, I do like a kebab. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go for a dead animal on a stick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I do. I like kebab. That's Turkish. what he asks when he goes down a kebab. A dead animal, please, mate. Skewer. Yes, please, mate. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we know we know Luke is a, a beefcake and a unit. So question three, what do you do for exercise? Do you go swimming? Do pull-ups? Vine swinging is great for my core. Or jumping and leaping and spinning. It's a good trick. Oh, I'm going to go for jumping and spinning because it is a good trick. You know? I've seen him spinning. That's what Phantom Menace taught me. And 
you know, Anakin later on in life was spinning. Kylo did spinning. He knew it was a good trick. So I'll go for spinning, mate. When Luke blew up his first trade federation ship, it was all down to the spinning. So um, it was. Here's I an interesting out of control. Here's an interesting one. Question four: What are your friends like? Okay, what are your friends like? They think I'm the best. They like to guard peace and justice. They uh, banished me. Well, they sometimes call me names, but I'd do anything for them. Um, they do sometimes call me names, but I wouldn't do any. No, yeah, the fourth one, the fourth one. Okay. I'd do anything for him. You'd do anything for one nice guy. Uh, I call you names, the hero, the king. Uh, okay, yeah, question yeah, five. Yeah, hero. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in your spare time? Do you meditate? Do you go on a nature walk? Do you stay up late and relax? Or are you a fan of the art of dancing? Oh, I'm all of those. <laughs> At once. All. No, I, I like a walk, but I I will go with and meditate. I love a good old think. Okay. So I'll, 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 I'll meditate. He's yeah. a meditator, right. Okay. It's a fallen order, isn't it? This one's going to be interesting, so I don't think I don't think it's ever going to be able to answer this question because it's not in its nature. Question six. Go on. What do you do when you get angry? Do you do you go for the eyes? You get even. Do you? I don't give in to anger, or I stay positive. I try to stay positive. Yeah, I try to stay positive. That's yeah, the loop we sure. know and love. So uh, next yeah. one. What makes you laugh? Pretty much everything. Joking with my friends, being mischievous, or watching my enemies suffer. Joking with my mates. What a joker. My friends. Okay, a couple more now. What's your favourite kind of weather? Here we go. Mm. I like a dry heat. I Mm. prefer a tropical climate. A Mm. muggy swamp is perfect. Or I'm fine with anything, especially the cold. Uh, Out of all of those, you know, I went on uh, my honeymoon to Bali. Yeah. And it was hot, Matt. It was hot. It was humid all the time and I've been to a few hot places and every time I come back I'm like man I don't know if I could live in a climate like that all the time it's crazy I'm going to go with the fourth option actually because I don't mind a bit of the cold sometimes but I like I like all weather but I like the variation you know he's an an everyman every weather man yeah yeah everyman I'm a cinema mate okay here we go who are your enemies those who would do evil Anyone who doesn't pay their debts. I'm too carefree to have enemies. Or people who'd hurt my friends. Ah. Uh, friends. <laughs> friends. Are you going to go for that Don't one? Don't hurt my friend. Yeah, I'll go fourth. Please leave my friends. Okay, and the final one. The final oh. one. How do you like to travel? On foot? In a luxurious boat or vessel? In a fast ship? Or... I don't travel much. Oh, um, probably on a ship. Because yep. if I'm going to another place, you know, I'm not going to be able to walk to Endor, am I? So, <laughs> And it could be an airplane in real life. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, exactly. Right. Let's see what um, unrealistic answer it gives you. Right, here we go. Oh, dear. Oh. Okay, right. This is from uh, StarWars.com, this quiz was from. So, you want to know what species you are? Yes, please. Well, this is actually quite specific. It's not just a species, it's a character. You are Chewbacca. 
No. The reasons being, and this is uh, this is verbatim. I'm going to print screen it. You're impulsive and hairy, but sophisticated and intelligent. You value friendship above all else and unquestionably loyal to those closest to you. Congratulations, you are Chewbacca. So, Luke, you are impulsive and hairy. There's one for the that, TV. And that's kind of true. You've got lovely hair. So, yeah, I'll take that, mate. I'll take that. I've got a bit of chest hair, mate. <laughs> I'll take that. Here we go. I'll take that to the bank. To the Wookiee bank. There we go, mate. So, yeah. uh, Chewbacca is joining me this week. I like the fact that they mentioned Anne Hairy. So, uh, yes, so you're my hairy co-host. For my hairy co-host that week, that is the game this week. So, well done, Luke, for finally admitting or showing you are part Wookiee. Yes, no, Matt, thank you for giving me the platform to do so. No, they were all good. And that's what we do on the show. We give each other platforms to prove that we're Wookiees and, well, a hut like me. But episode 109 is done. So that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun doesn't end there. Never. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, just such as Star Wars Sessions will be there on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, the lot. Fancy appearing on the show? Send us a voice note. Send us an email to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And don't forget about that Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions yeah you can find us on anchor fm spotify apple podcast stitcher tune in amazon Podcasts, everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast you're going to find us there and if you love our show please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com it's the imdb for podcast it's awesome we're on there so drop us a review if you have a spare few minutes as well chuck us five stars it helps us more than you know it helps us grow and we get more engagement with you guys in each and every week, which is what the sessions is built on. Yes, get those Apple Podcast reviews in gangsters, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats. Go shout out and tell Rambo, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier that castle spicier. Tell Shane Daly, the Dark Saber winner, this is the podcast you're looking for, so... Until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. Luke, Luke, care. <laughs> they are Essex-based podcast heroes. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>